0: Welcome to the Random Ask podcast. If you couldn't tell by the name, this is a podcast where we bring on random guests, we ask them random questions, we try and learn a little bit. We have local people that know what they're doing and are masters in their fields, and we try and just have a little fun while we're trying to get a little educated. I'm Taj Sander a local realtor with Royal LePage, Westman Realty. I meet a lot of cool people in real estate. I sell good houses, I buy good houses, let's get into it. This week on the Random Ask podcast, we've got Bobby Bassran. He's a local author and we're chatting about mindfulness, meditation, and just kind of disconnecting, getting back to what's real in life. Uh, Bobby, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Man, I checked out your website and we've never met before. So I checked out your website and I kind of, searched you and tried to get a feel of who you are and what you're like and don't take this wrong way but you're like my kind (laughs) of (laughs) weird I checked it out and I was like yeah man I'm down with this um but for the people at home why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do and what your background is
1: so yeah originally I went to school to become a teacher and I didn't really like it so I started just I always read and meditated those are the two things that that I love doing and I can't imagine my life without. And then slowly but surely as I kept writing, just meditating, I learned information that worked for me. And then eventually, like one of my main goals was always to write a book. And then when I visited a local monastery out in Knutsford, I learned a lot of cool tips and they just resonated with me. It worked for me. It made me live a better quality life. And then I just started writing every day, every day. And then eventually I had a book. And then I was like, "Cool,
0: <laughs> that's it. You make it sound so you make it sound so simple, man, okay, I have a lot of questions. um, how did you okay, how did you get interested in going to the monastery and checking that out?
1: Uh, well, before I went, I had like I just wasn't happy with the life I was living. I was really negative, I was judgmental, and I was angry a lot of times, yeah, and then I started meditating on my own reading, just being more mindful, like feeling my breath, just trying to be more conscious of myself. And then my brother actually found it. We're kind of similar in that sense. And he said, there's a monastery and we've been reading about like breath meditations and just controlling your level of thinking, like being in the present moment, stuff like that. And then we went there and I just, I fell in love with the principles that I learned and I wanted to live by them. So right when I got home, I bought the mat, I bought the cushion and we learned two meditations there that I'd get into more once we continue. And then I just started doing them and then I started living life a lot happier, peaceful. I like, this is really cool stuff. And then I researched my own. And that's one of the reasons why I really like my book is because it's not a book where I just pull off random facts off Google. It's based off my experiences, the meditations that I've been taught and how they work for me and how they can work with everybody.
0: Dude, I, I kind of went through a similar process in my life when I was younger. Um, Just, like, yeah, a lot of anger, misplaced anger, um, depression, and, like, battled with it quite a bit and then looked for things. And I didn't, like, I tried meditation. Yeah. But, like, my mind is always, like, I don't know if I have ADD or what, but it's, like, always active. And even if I try, like, meditating, doing mantras or – like, um, like binaural beats, anything like Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. I find it's very, very hard for me to get into that zone. Mm. Like I can't, I don't know like how to get into it, but like when you started, did you find it quite easy to get into and like find your Zen zone or like, was it? No, even now (laughs)
1: it's like, I've been meditating. Like I keep a notepad in my phone the day that I got back from the monastery and it's been, Like 870 days since I went there yeah and I meditated before that as well but I still find myself sometimes it's hard for me to go to sleep because my mind's racing and you just want to distract yourself so you just go on your phone you watch Netflix and then you're meant to go to sleep at 10 and it's one in the morning (laughs) and still not asleep so I just kept doing it like every every morning I just get up 20 minutes I medit no matter what yeah like whether I'm having a good day bad day great day I just it's just part of my routine. Like I have to do it. And then sometimes like when I went there, he's like, you could do it for 19 minutes and your yeah. mind could be going back and forth. But that one minute that you find that Zen space that we call it, yeah. that's the moment that you build off. So mm-hmm. even if you got 20 seconds, that's 20 seconds. Try building off that the next day and just keep doing it, keep getting better. And the one he taught was simple. It's the first one is like a breath meditation. Yeah. So you just sit, you can even do it like this. You are meant to like, the proper way you sit in that meditation space, you have that mat and then you just feel your breath. And then anytime your mind wanders, cause naturally that's what our mind does. It just yeah. wanders to the past or future. Just don't get mad. Don't get angry. Just put your attention back on your breath and do that for 20 minutes, five minutes, 10. I like to do mine for 20 minutes. Mm. And then eventually you're building the habit of when you're out in the community, when you're at work, when you're at that restaurant, when you're arguing with your partner, like, you're building that habit. It's okay. Like, hey, my mind's here. It's in the past. It's in the future. Let's bring it back. And as you keep doing that meditation, what I found it, you just build the habit of coming back to that present moment. Hmm. That's tough, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's it's not easy. It, it's
0: easy to say now, but like yeah. when you're like when you're pissed off when someone cuts you off in traffic, man. Like, oh yeah. Like. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm not sitting there like. oh yeah. man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I found too. Like even now, like no one's perfect. Like There's still times where like I'm playing ping pong with my brother and I just snap a paddle because I just lost. <laughs> but like most of the time I just fell in love with it because it just made me happy. Maybe that that's my part of it. Like sitting there, it just makes me happy going into that present moment. Yeah. And then just finding like one chapter I wrote in my book is called finding pleasure in your simple moments. Yeah. Because there's been so many times in the past where I'm trying to hang out with my niece or I'm trying to watch a movie and like, I just go on my phone. I distract myself. Like I'm not really in tune with that moment. And I hated it because life is filled with simple moments. Like going to the grocery store, spending time with your partner, watching movies. Like most of what we do is pretty simple stuff. Like in this moment, it's just a simple conversation between two people. But our minds can be everywhere. It could be in the past, future, worrying about what are people going to think about this? Like when I was with my niece, like. I found that I was more on my phone and not paying attention to her. So I didn't want to live that quality of life where I'm not present in my simple moments. So it's like there was a time where every day I'll try watching a movie, but I wouldn't go on my phone. Like I would have to sit there for an hour and a half, two hours and like sit and actually enjoy and watch the movie. And it helped me so much because there's sometimes like we all work hard. We all in that mindset, we want to get better. We want to grow. And it's like, When I found a simple moment, like hanging out with my niece or my partner or watching a movie, I made myself feel guilty. Like, oh, you can't be doing this. You should be doing something else. You should be working on your podcast or blog. But it's like those simple moments, practice finding pleasure in them. Like, just relax. Put your phone away and actually enjoy what you're doing. And you can't enjoy what you're doing if you're not in the present moment.
0: That's very true. Um, I resonate with, like, a lot of what you're saying because even, like, with the sleep stuff, I do exactly that. Like, <laughs> like, I'll be like, God damn it. I can't sleep. So then it's like, well, let's throw on some Netflix. And then yeah. like every night, every night it's like, let's try to go to bed around 10. I fall asleep probably around like two in the morning. And oh, wow. like, like, <laughs> I just start like, I binge watched so many documentaries. Yeah. And then it's like, I'll, yeah. And again, like I'll throw on a movie or something. And at the same time, I'll just start scrolling through like my laptop or my phone. Yeah. And, or I'll like try and watch a movie while I'm doing contracts and stuff. And I'll just listen. Yeah. instead of watch because i'm trying to multitask yeah. but man like i think this hustle culture stuff that we have that just like inflates this idea of like all you do is work hard all the time and yeah. then people think that's like that's the way life should be it's so wrong man
1: yeah like, I, yeah like i don't agree with that hustle culture because it, it just doesn't work for me it's like like, I don't work on my podcast for 10 hours. I don't work on my blog for 10 hours. Yeah. Like, I probably work max a few hours a day. Yeah. But it's good quality work. Like, I no phone, no nothing. I'm working. Yeah. Because you could work, if I worked for an hour writing. Yeah. But And you worked for 10 hours. But on those 10 hours, like, you took breaks, you went on your phone, you watched movies. I technically got more work done than you. Yeah. And I think that's what people misconstrued it. Like, I, oh, I worked 15 hours today. It's like. But how many quality hours did you actually work?
0: <laughs> but I was like watching Netflix half yeah. the time and then the other half, like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, like, it's like your meditation versus mine. <laughs> Cause in that 20 minutes, you're gonna get better time than yeah. I would in like four hours. But like, I think what you're saying, is, it to me, it seems like because you do the meditation and you're able to get that quality time, yeah. right? In one part, it's it's like you're able to do that in other things. It's, yeah. It helps you focus. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, something I need to work on for sure.
1: because <laughs> yeah. I believe, like, how you do, there's a saying, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. So, it's like, when I meditate, I'm in the present moment. But then when I work on my podcast, like, me and you both know you can't do a podcast if your mind is somewhere else. No. So, I take that same breath meditation and now do it in my podcast blog and same for writing who's ever a writer out there you can't write with your mind being in 10 different places you need to actually think about what you're writing and put it from your mind to the piece of paper so it's like it all interrelates with one another and it's like that simple breath meditation is just a way of living life sometimes when you're feeling angry driving or if you're at work and somebody just pisses you off like the only thing that you ever have is your breath and you can yeah. feel it like it's with you it's portable it's always within you you could just feel it and ground yourself to the present moment easier said than done i know that because there's been times where i should feel my breath and i didn't yeah <laughs> it's like but as you build that conscious habit of just being mindful just checking in with yourself like how am i feeling in this moment while you're driving or if you're driving to work or you're at work just ask yourself how am i feeling because i think life is way too short not to live happy every day yeah and you could live happy simply by just checking in with yourself And if you feel angry, that's okay. Like, write about it. Deal with it in that moment. Like, ask yourself, why am I angry? Oh, I got cut off in traffic. My contract fell through. Okay, now you're dissecting your emotions. Yeah. So now it's like, deal with it. In that moment, like, I'm not saying run away from your emotions because that's never going to work. Like, just ask yourself if I'm feeling happy. If you are, great. Why are you happy? Think about it. Oh, I'm happy because I have a roof over my head. I had a good breakfast. I hung out with my partner. I'm happy today. Yeah, and if you're not okay, I'll go back and do the same thing. Dissect it.
0: Yeah, I think the breath exercise or the breath meditation is something that I'm going to look into a lot. And like this year, I I had a lot of health issues that complicated. Pretty much every aspect of my life yeah. and i later found out that um it's to do with asthma and breathing oh, and so like yeah. <laughs> i was like i was walking around and i was like man i don't feel good i was like angry upset and i felt like i had anxiety yeah. but it was literally because i wasn't getting enough oxygen wow. and i was like man so like i remember the first time i tried the puffer the inhaler Yeah. It, like everything kind of just melted away and i just like zened out for like, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and i was like whoa Oh, like this is like, this is, this, this is it. This is all I need is just to breathe more. And then like, since then I've been, I don't know how to do the breath meditation, but just taking time to breathe deep and just kind of like collect yourself. Yeah. Every like a few times a day, because I feel like I just need to do it to make sure that my lungs are expanding, but also like, I feel a positive impact mentally when I do it. Right. So it's like, if I expand on that, it's going to be a positive impact I think in my life too. So it's like, I got to figure out how to do, how do you do the breath meditation? So break it down for me.
1: Yeah. So I just set a timer. I don't usually go on my phone or anything. I just bought like a little time clock off Amazon and I just set it for 20 minutes and I bought like a mat and a, a cushion on top. So I actually sit in a meditation pose and then, but you could do it anywhere. You could just sit in a chair at work. I sit in a chair and just keep my back straight yeah. and just close your eyes. And it's like how I do. It's like you start off by moving away from the prefrontal cortex. Like that's the place in your mind was like all the thinking in the past, memories, experiences, all that. So I just imagine myself walking through a door. That's how I've been taught at the monastery. And then you just get into the back of your mind and it's just now from there on out, the first step, you just feel your breath. And then if your mind thinks about like, I'm busy at work today, okay? You're conscious, bring it back to your breath. And that little mindfulness and consciousness is so important because when you're out in the community or you're doing something, you might have your mind somewhere else, but you could now remind yourself, just bring it back to the present moment. And then as you keep doing that, the second part is, is you pluck your thoughts. So if you have a continuous thought coming in your mind, it's like I, an example like, Uh, I'm mad about losing in a sports game. If that keeps coming back to you, he teaches Did you look
0: at my Niners hat. (laughs) We're like, Oh, they're not doing good. They're not doing too well this season.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But you're mad about a sports game, right? Yeah. So you just pluck out that thought. That's what, there's another part to it. It's called plucking and planting. Yeah. So he taught like when you have bad hindrances, like bad thoughts, like negative thoughts, it's a weed. So imagine that thought in your mind as a weed and just pluck it out and plant in a flower. Mm. So as you keep doing the breath meditation, you bring your mind back to your breath. But if you keep having thoughts, like everyone has different thoughts. Like humans have like thousands of thoughts each and every single day. So it's kind of hard for me to draw an example of what your thoughts might be and what my thoughts might be. So like any thought that causes you unhappiness, like you're not at peace, you're not calm, like dissect that thought. Like, is it true? What is it? Can yeah. I pluck it out? Do I have to think about it in this moment? Yeah. Like sometimes I'm meditating and I'm thinking about my podcast, which I'm doing like three hours later. So it's like I'm thinking about something that has not yet happened, but is going to happen in three hours, which is causing me to not find pleasure in this moment of meditating. Yeah. So I just like, okay, I'm doing my podcast at 1 p.m. I don't need to think about it right now. I'm just meditating. So I pluck it out and plant in a flower. That flower is focused in the present moment. And as you keep having that mindfulness and awareness, you're going to take that same habit same habit, and apply it to reality. So you don't just sit and meditate in those 20 minutes because most pe- people can just do that pretty easily. Like You just sit for 20 minutes, but when you get into the real world, that's when all the distractions come in. That's when the anger is coming in. That's when there's traffic. People are mistreating you. So you have to take that same breath meditation and bring it into reality and then when you're stuck in traffic you just ask yourself can i control it can yeah. i can i control this traffic right now no okay so i'm not going to let something that i can't control control me i'm going to feel my breath and just be in the present moment hmm. so
0: i found that as i got older it was um easier to kind of manage that and like i'm i'm not a person that really dwells so much on the past I do spend time like reflecting on things and just being like okay how could I have done things better or like how was that interaction or yeah which I think is a positive thing and it helps me grow but it's not like oh you idiot you shouldn't I don't have like those thoughts I'm a person where I spend time focusing on the future so I end up getting like anxiety or worrying about like Okay. okay so like how's this going and it's not so bad if it's about me but then like real estate when you have other people depending on you yeah then I feel it more Right. When it's like, I don't want to let these people down. So then like, then I think more about the future and the outcomes and things like that. So then I find it hard to kind of center myself. But what you were saying with like, you open a door and you go in, have you ever been hypnotized? No. That's like, I did. um, So I've tried like a lot of crazy stuff. (laughs) Like like the, the, I tried, um, what was it called? Uh, Regression therapy through uh, hypnotism. Where okay. they, uh, this story is crazy, but <laughs> if I tell you like the whole story, it's going to be weird. Um, but they, they hypnotize you and then they can go into your memories, right? Neither like your previous memories, subconscious memories and things like that. And then uh, another layer of this is what they call past life regression. Right. Like I believe in reincarnation, but past life regression will hypnotize you and it goes into your memory and it uh, brings forth memories from previous lives.
1: Okay, Sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, man. Um, (laughs) It was super intense. Like I did it and she gave me the option, but that was the same thing. She's like, "Okay, you're going through a cave and then like we went through the cave and that's where like my current memories were. But then like there were doors in the cave and then that's where like she opened the door. Or she told me to open the door and go through because it's guided, right? So yeah. I feel like it's similar to what you're saying. But yeah, so we went into the guided uh, door open and that's like where we went into like the most, I guess, traumatic memory of any of my lives. <laughs> and, oh, okay. and it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't good. I left that place like crying. I was yeah. like, oh no, that was bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, It's crazy how much power your mind holds yeah it's yeah. insane
0: it's i don't know if you've researched into any of that kind of stuff but i was i was big into researching like different like alternative ideas medicines uh philosophies before like trying them because i didn't want to do like i i okay i'll say this for some people i think it's okay like you need to go see your doctor and get uh, medicine and things like that oh, yeah, but yeah. i think like i think they prescribe too much shit just willy-nilly yeah it's not right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it goes both ways. Like what you said, like I had that same problem where you're worrying about the future. Yeah. Even when I was writing my book, like I wrote it, it was published, it was good. And But then I had trouble sleeping. It's like yeah. what if no one reads it? What yeah. if no one likes it? And what if no one buys it? So it's yeah. like, I'm, I was staying up all night just worrying about something that's out of my control. Yeah. Like I can't control how many people read my book, how many people buy it if it turns into a New York times bestseller or not, like all I could control in that moment was writing the best possible book that I can possibly write. Yeah. And I did that. So everything else, like that's what I talked about in my book. I don't want to say most because kind of live in a cancer culture, but some of what we worry about is out of our control. Yeah. Like, the stuff that we stress and worry about, like it's not in our control, like how many real estate clients you get or if you could please them you could just come every day and do the best that you can do at your job. Yeah. And you can't worry about the outcome because technically the outcome is not in your control. Yeah. And same with my book and podcast or even this podcast, you can't control if people write bad reviews or not. You could just show up and be yourself and do the best possible podcast that you can. And other than that, you can't, it's out of your control. You kind of have to have that sense of optimism and faith. Yeah. And I think that's good because you need those two things in, To live a better quality life because it's so hard not to have faith and optimism in your life and expect to live a positive life.
0: Well, are you a believer that you manifest your own reality?
1: I think you do, but there's also a lot of luck. Yeah. Right. Like. It's just a lot of stuff is out of our control. Like Those people that you see write good books, they're the people that you see successful, I'm not saying they don't work hard. They do. Yeah. Me and you work hard too. Yeah. But there's a little bit of luck involved as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I think I think it's important to think of like positive outcomes because you subconsciously attract. Like if I was thinking about negative things all the time, I would have a negative mindset and then that's what I would kind yeah. of go through. With yeah, totally. Right? So like I try that. and like I catch myself thinking like, oh man, I don't know how, like if next year's going to be a good year for business. But then I'm like, I, yeah. Like I plucked that thought out and I'm like, no, get the hell out of here. Yeah, you know <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at how things have gone and how I know I can get business. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of just like creating that business for me. Like this year when COVID happened for the yeah. real estate industry, it, it was a big question mark. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Definitely. I don't know. And I was so worried at first I didn't work for like the first I think it was April like from because it happened in March and yeah. April I was like I'm not going anywhere or, no it was last year 2020 yeah right um the same thing I was like okay worried didn't go anywhere didn't do anything and I thought like shit this is it like wh- I'm gonna be out of the business everything's going yeah. good you need a different job <laughs> yeah exactly I, like I was worried I was just sitting yeah. at home like holding my money <laughs> like <laughs> like I'm not letting go of this yeah. and um after a while, I was like, this isn't going to work. Like, I just need to keep going, yeah. take the right precautions, and go out there and know that it's going to be okay. Yeah. And, like, I had the best, like, 2021 was the best year financially I've had ever. Wow. Um, in the middle of all of this, in the middle of the yeah. craziest market, the pandemic, to uh, a fire and a flood. Like, the yeah. the craziest things I could have imagined. And, like, it's, it's weird to have, like, this – Contradictive mind state compared to like all of like the suffering and pain that's out there, but then like yeah. I am, I'm thriving. It's it's such a weird like yeah. paradox or right? weird dynamic. But I mean, in a, in the midst of that, just because I was able to kind of keep my my vibe a little bit high, yeah. I was able to do
1: well. Yeah, but, no, that's I don't maybe I didn't say it right, but that's what I mean by having yeah. that optimistic viewpoint. Yeah, it's like it takes the same amount of energy to be negative and positive. Yeah. so it's like like. Or your example, like because real estate is a job where it is kind of risky. Yeah. It's kind of like your own business because you have to go out and create your own clients. And it's like Absolutely. no one's paying you yeah. until you do your job. Yeah. that's what it, And that's to me, is like more entrepreneurship. Yeah. So it's like even for yourself, it's like when you start out, because every January 1st, you could just sit and be worried yeah. and question your purpose. Like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I might not get clients. You're stressing yourself. Yeah. But like that aspect's out of your control. You could just show up and do exactly what you did. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to do my best. I mean, you're not going to compare yourself to different realtors. You're just going to do your best and you're hoping for a great outcome, but you're not going to stress about a bad outcome either because that bad outcome is out of your control. You're going to have that sense of optimism and that little bit of faith because like there is some stuff out of your control like COVID. No one could control COVID. No one can control that flood are those fires? So yeah. it's like you have to have a little bit of faith over those things as well. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. I'm and I'm not saying like I'm a guru of any sort. Or no, any. neither I'm am I. Like, yeah. I'm like I'm like uh, like that lucky idiot that kind of like stumbled into this like like, yeah. <laughs> I like figured it out like okay. Um, But I wasn't always like that. It took me a lot of learning to get to this point, and I feel like, like I said, when I was younger, I felt like my emotions were like swinging like i would feel like the highest of highs like feel really good and then swing down and feel really shitty and as time has gone on and i've grown and i've experienced things my moods don't go as much you know what i mean like i feel like everything is more stable and it's it's through the experiences that i have that i feel like i'm more in control as like crazy as that seems because you know who knows like what you're not really in control of life all the time but like out of the things that i can control but um it took me a while to get here. Um, yeah. It's been, yeah, been interesting. How old are you, by the way? 25. 25, and you've written two books.
1: Uh, I've written two books. I pub- published, published one. 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 Yeah. Okay.
0: And then, uh, you know what? I think we skipped over it, but what's the name of your book, and where can people find it?
1: Uh, Living With Yourself, and it's it's in chapters, Amazon, Barnes and & Nobles, and my website as well, com. Nice. And
0: yeah. how has it been received so far?
1: Uh, it's received pretty well so far. I'm like, I'm not a famous author. Most, uh, authors, like when they write their books, they're already famous. So they have their audience, they have their platform and everything. So yeah. I'm starting out with nothing and I have a book. So the reason why I did it that way is because I just wanted my book to speak for me. I wanted my book to catapult me and give me that platform and audience because I think it's really well written. I think it could help a lot of people and that's why I wrote it.
0: Nice. I haven't had a chance to pick it up and read it yet. Um that's like another thing where I haven't been doing much of his reading. And I feel like it all kind of comes back into the same thing because yeah. we don't have the mindfulness to set our attention on one thing solely. Yeah. And like when you're reading, <laughs> like you need to be like in there. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And like even when I read, I listen to music <laughs> where I'm like, damn man, like I gotta I really gotta take a step back. But I've noticed that um with a lot of things in my life but social media especially because our phones are like i the more i i got into this business and i realized i have to use my phone to communicate like all the time i feel like it's like a cancer like it's just it's (laughs) it's like growing into my life and it's i'm so intertwined with it but i'm trying to take steps to reduce the usage yeah because it's it's insane man like i think they're They're awesome, and obviously as tools, but, like, they're terrible for our mental health.
1: Yeah, I think there's both sides, too. Like, it's great for the things that we're doing. yeah. Posting, trying to grow grow our platform and audience, but, like, I had this rule where I wouldn't go on social media before 4 o'clock. But before I started podcasting, blogging, writing, like, I had no purpose to go on it because I'm not using it as a business avenue. Yeah. So, but now I started. So it's, like, I'll check if, like one example i checked if you messaged me back yeah i was like okay hey, so i'm just and it was before four so i broke my rule so <laughs> i yeah. go and you didn't and then i found myself scrolling for like 20 minutes i was like oh like i shouldn't be i just checked solely to see if you messaged me because yeah. it's like a it's a business for me that i yeah. want to see if you messaged me it's business related and i just found myself scrolling at 11 a.m just for yeah. 20 minutes to 40 minutes just doing nothing And it's like i love reading i love reading biographies especially learning about people's stories their failures, their triumphs. But one of the other reasons why I love reading, it's like you have to sit and actually read. And to do that, it requires you to be in the present moment. Yeah. So it's like another form of meditation for me. That's why I don't really like audiobooks because I could be listening to one and then I'll be watching a movie, washing dishes, eating. I'll be doing four things at once and it's like, I don't even know what I learned. I just, yeah, you, you, you know, it's
0: there, but it's, it's it just like, made me yeah.
1: feel good. Like, oh yeah, you, you listened to that audiobook too. You did a good job. <laughs> I didn't even learn anything <laughs> from it. That's even with the book. Like, even if you read five, 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes a day, but you're in the present moment and yeah. it's a form of meditation. You're in that present moment. You're not in the past or future. You can't be because yeah. you're not, you're not reading. anything. Yeah. Then. And then you also learn information while you do it as well.
0: Man, I like, I'm so bad for that because like, I do the thing where I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is I grab my phone and it's like I have to and I'll look at I I have like six emails so I look through like my all my email yeah. accounts and see what's going on there and then I check my messages and then I I look I have to look at my messages on Facebook and Instagram because that's where people might get a hold of me too yeah and it's so like I have this list of all the shit that I look through and literally I'm every day it's like forty five minutes spent on my phone first like I'm not even. I literally roll over and grab my phone and I'm laying in bed and I'm just like, that's the, and I'm like, I have to stop doing that. And I, I'm trying to set a routine and it started, my routine starts with my diet. Right. Um, I find that I need that structure so much because as soon as I start like varying from what I'm ingesting and like not having that, that regimen. Yeah. I, I lose it in pretty much everything. Yeah. Um. So it's like, it starts with that. And then as soon as I have that in place, which I'm doing now and I have yeah. like my meals and everything and I don't, I don't eat out and I'm feeling better and all yeah. that. Right. Like it kind of provides me with the same structure for everything. Yeah. So now I'm trying to add to my routine for like yeah. hopefully meditation, which yeah. I'm going to try and pick up, but then like working out and then like doing everything, yeah. add that in there. And it's, Yeah. It's tough, man, but I think that's like the way to do it is not be in your phone all the time because realistically, yeah. like, what's the difference between me waking up right away or me like checking my phone an hour later? Yeah, right.
1: And even for a routine, like, it could take as you could just get up, meditate for like ten minutes. Yeah, and that 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 could be good. Like, if you do that breath meditation for the first ten minutes, ground yourself, and now you're true mindful self. Then then go on your phone for forty five minutes. Yeah. It doesn't take too much to do a routine. Yeah. And back what you said, don't you feel like it takes so much to live a happy life? Like diet, (laughs) meditating, like working out, like all those things interrelate. Sometimes it gets hard. Like you said, it's not just your diet. Like even for me to be happy in a full day, I have to do so many things. But it pushes you, it grows you, and it makes you live a better quality life. I'm the same way as you. It's It's so
0: hard, man, because like when life happens and these things happen that aren't so great, like... I had – we had bad news happen. Um, well, I had bad news, ha- like, come to me last week, and I was in a funk. And it yeah. was like, man, I didn't try and fight it, though. I just, like – I I sat there. I didn't leave my house for, like, two or three days. Yeah. And I was, like – it was it was rough. But I feel like when you do have that stuff, like, I still kept my routine, yeah. like, in terms of, like, the diet and whatnot. Yeah. But I, like – I needed, like, time to to feel that low – yeah and just deal with it but then like now i'm feeling better and i'm back and it's it's so hard to like maintain that though because like when you feel low like you you get depressed or you hear something like bad news or whatever yeah it's so easy to seek comfort in like all the shit that's bad for you whether it's like alcohol drugs food um whatever is your vice right like yeah you're just distracting yourself um (laughs) lucky for me it was just like at home not really dealing with people in person mm-hmm. and then just watching documentaries <laughs> while I <I'm, laughs> while I'm on my phone <laughs> and that was it right you. i literally i found out who killed malcolm x yeah. i like i learned about the real narco. <laughs> like, i learned so much yeah. but you know like it's it's super hard to maintain that balance of like you said like i don't i try not to drink yeah. i feel like alcohol is a huge thing where it it kind of sets you off like it's so easy for me to have a few drinks and then be like oh let's order a pizza or like you yeah. know what i mean like yeah like
1: one like one bad thing leads to exactly they just, just
0: snowball strong. so it's like keeping keeping on track with what you're doing to try and keep your mind state in focus is it's it's hard but when you keep the bigger picture and you realize like hey that might feel good for a minute but like keeping the routine makes you feel good for a long time yeah right that's it's, actually really true yeah it's really good so it's like, trying to remember that because, yeah, I, I like, I'll go, when I go off the rails, like, I'll go eat, like, crappy for, like, five days. Because yes. I'm, like, well, I ate, I ate bad yesterday, so, like, <laughs> I mean, like, we're, we're on this trip yeah. now, and it's, like, might as well eat bad again, and then I'll figure it out, like, two weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that turns into six months, yeah. and I'm, like, that's fuck insane. COVID, man, yeah. I gained, like, 40 pounds, and it's uh, nothing to do with COVID no. at all. <laughs> Just me making shitty decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's what it is, like, those small decisions. Like, even for myself, like, for me to have a really good, like, happy, productive day, it starts at nighttime for me. It's the way I go to sleep. Yeah. Like, if I wake up, if I go to distract myself, go on yeah. my phone, and I go to sleep at 1 a.m., and I wake up at 9, now I'm rushing everything. Now I need to do my routine. I'm just running through the motions. I'm not doing it properly. And then oh, it's like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. I didn't eat breakfast. I'll just skip lunch and just have, like, pizza for dinner and just fill up all my calories like that. But the things that we do that are difficult, like following a diet, yeah. going to the gym, reading, meditating, they're hard in the moment, but they make you live a better quality life. life. So what much I better. Think. Yeah. yeah. Like you can do what's easy and comfortable. Like easy and comfortable with me is getting up, putting my clothes on, watching TV, uh, eating, playing video games, and just going to sleep late and just watching Netflix for four hours. Is it going to make me feel happy? Sometimes in the moment, but overall, like it's not because no. I'm not doing I'm not doing difficult and challenging things and I think when you do those things A they're good for you and B that they, they truly do make you happy
0: Dude it's the same for like eating food like I feel like I've I can eat like really crazy food for like a week and then like all of a sudden I'm just like man I just want to eat lettuce like just yeah. just <laughs> give me lettuce or like <laughs> drinking like if you drink a few nights in a row I'm like I'd like just let me let me just drink water for like water yeah. and Gatorade for like two <laughs> weeks because I just can't have like yeah. another beer or anything. Yeah. Um It's all the same, I feel like, because yeah. it's just it's good for you. It, it's all like you said, it's all interrelated and interconnected yeah. and it it all has an impact on your brain. Yeah. And yeah, again, I feel like as you mature and your body gets older, it processes things a lot differently because i remember when i was younger like when i was 20 and i could go like eat the garbage food drink beers and then like wake up six in the morning and go to work and it's not like nothing yeah right and it's like now i'm like i like i literally slept on my side and i like i must have lost my pillow in my (laughs) sleep and i woke up and i felt like i had whiplash for three days (laughs) and i was like damn man (laughs) i think
1: as you get older and you start becoming more mindful you realize that things that actually make you happy and the things that take away from that as well, like yeah, like diet, sleep, working out. There's a thing that I do because like I ran into the same problem. Like if I ate bad Friday, that's like I'll just start Monday. I'll eat bad. Yeah, for it's the next a weekend, day. man. Yeah. Like okay, we'll just have a cheat
0: cheat weekend. Yeah, <laughs> eat. And, but
1: then I found that I would take away from my routines. Like yeah. when I ate bad, I didn't read, I yeah. didn't meditate, and I didn't go to the gym because that like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Your mind's like oh like you already cheated on your diet. Might as well just relax. Don't read. And it's like, I found myself living unhappier. I didn't want to live like that. So one thing that I do now, is like when you're doing something, no matter what it is, ask yourself, not how you're going to feel in the moment, but how are you going to feel after? Because when we do easy things in the moment, it feels good. It's comfortable. It's it's so comfortable and easy watching a Netflix series for six hours and eating cheese pizza. But how do you feel after that? You do those things. You probably feel lazy, unproductive and, if you ate a large pizza, like, your stomach probably hurts.
0: <laughs> Dude, the thing that I do um, that's worked a lot for me is because I figured that the, the reason we do these things is because there's another underlying issue that is leading us to seek discomfort, right? So yeah. before I indulge myself, I'm like, why? Not like because I want... Obviously, the first yeah. reason is because I want to, yeah. but it's like <laughs> beyond that, like what what is making you want this? What is it that's there's obviously something unresolved in your in your consciousness or subconsciousness. So then I'm like, okay, what is it that's driving me here? Like what's the point? What's the thing that's bothering me? And then it comes to the forefront and I'm like, I'm not gonna give a shit. Oh, online shopping is a really another terrible one that I do. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm not gonna give a shit if I buy this thing or like eat this food. It's like that this is the thing that's bothering me. So like go Pay your attention to find that thing, and you know, pay attention to it. Give it the time and and thought that it needs to to resolve it, right? Figure out what the underlying issue is. But it's it's so much easier just to be like, okay, like indulge yourself, and then again, all you're doing is just like kicking the can.
1: Yeah, you have a lot of mindfulness in your life for a person that doesn't (laughs) meditate. That's you have a lot of mindfulness, man. I,
0: (laughs) I um, like I said, I did a lot of crazy stuff. I i learned a lot i went down to the amazon um and i spent three weeks with a shaman really yeah um like when when my life was super crazy and unstable and i was like at the peak of like the craziness and like not not feeling good depression all of that kind of shit yeah i was like man if i if i keep living my life the way i am and not resolving any issues i'm gonna end up killing myself like it's it's not gonna work um so i i took the time and i went down and i did ayahuasca really um yeah so
1: that's one of my life goals i want to do that dude it
0: changed my life so much it brought everything into perspective for me um i feel like up until that point I was like a different person i was living the wrong life like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't i wasn't even myself and after that I, it brought everything to me to to the forefront or to the foreground and brought light on who i was who i wanted to be and how i could be that person yeah and it was it was an awakening like a spiritual awakening yeah. right um That's amazing uh, it was like not a good time in the moment it was terrible like even when i was down there they had a nurse and the nurse spoke a little bit of English but not much but they had to like give me medicine to bring me back and I asked him what happened and he yeah. said um I got trapped in the spirit world <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, it, was, it was really intense yeah. like it, I talked to other people and their experiences are like nothing like what I had like I could not I could not establish what was like uh, real and physical reality yeah. like I was so far gone like if if this room was there, I couldn't see what was on the floor, you, anything here. My consciousness was so gone. Wow. Um I had thought I died. Right. Uh so I literally thought I had died. And I was like, okay, like this is the afterlife. Yeah. And man, uh an experience like that will change because yeah. it, it wasn't like, oh, I think this is happening. I was like, Oh shit, like it's gone. Like, yeah. What what happened? this is how, this is what I did with my life. Like, that's all I did. Yeah. I was like that piece of shit person. And yeah. Like, <laughs> and then when I came back to, to life, like to, to reality and saw around me. And after like the experience had ended, yeah. I was like, whoa, man,
1: like life changing. Yeah.
0: Like w- what is it that I want to put my time and attention to? Yeah. Who is the person I want to be? Like, and it wasn't so much like, okay, like I need to, Think about this or think about that it was just like that shit that I was doing yeah it isn't what I want to be doing and then immediately like I made a lot of changes um following that I moved to Mexico so I was working in a mill at the time yeah when I was working my way up to be a supervisor how old were you um, this whole um 24 okay uh 20 I was 22 when I did ayahuasca and then when I came back um, Yeah, I was 22. Came back, worked for a little while, and I was like, "This doesn't align with like what my feel like my life purpose is, or what I want to do, or how I want to live." So I worked my way up, and they were about to offer me the position for a supervisor, yeah. and I told them like, "No, nah, I'm out." And they're like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I I'm gonna quit." They're like, you can't quit.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, "No, nah, I'm I'm gone." So then I had friends um, in Mexico, and they were begging me to go down there. Yeah. So I, the next thing I I felt like I needed to do was go down and isolate myself so I went down there yeah. deleted Facebook deleted Instagram I had no connection I didn't tell a lot of people that I knew around town yeah. and I just went um talked to like maybe a handful of friends but I was like I need to get away from everything to make sure that like I let that old me die yeah and figure out how I want to move forward yeah right um after that I was planning on living in Mexico but then my mom got sick and that was one of the things that I realized during my trip to Peru, uh, during the ayahuasca, was my family, my immediate family, was one of the most important things for me. So I came back. And then after I came back, one of the things my mom had always wished for me was to be university educated. And I didn't think she was going to live very long. Uh So I was like, you know what? My mom has done so much for me. I'm going to give her this. Yeah. And just, like, let her mind be at peace. And as soon as I started going back to university, she was like, you know, in our culture, education so important. That's the most important thing. So yeah. I was like, okay, like, because they're like, what the fuck are you doing in Mexico? <laughs>
1: <Party> <laughs> you know piece. what I mean? Like, <laughs>
0: we try to get out of countries like this. And you yeah. went You went to it? And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So I came back, did my degree. I got my uh, degree in finance. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's when I finished my degree. I was... 29 when i finished my degree okay so mature student right yeah um and then i immediately got into real estate afterwards and that's where i am now and like i feel like my life has like come together and i'm like you know when we're always working for something in the future we're like okay yeah you work hard now and like it's gonna all come together i feel like i'm so close to it coming together yeah like everything is like almost stable yeah right and it's like it's it's almost here and I'm pretty happy yeah. with who I am because I saw the person that I was yeah. and I was like, man, I don't want to be that person and yeah. I compare, I don't, that's one of the things I say is I don't want to be compared to like other people, other realtors, other whatever, yeah. right? Like I compare myself to the person that I was becoming yeah. and I know like I won, right? Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I made it, gone. man. Like yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? So it's like Having that in the back of your mind kind of gives you that peace yeah, and that allows you to kind of look at things through a different lens and be like, hey, when you see somebody else that's pissed off, instead of matching their aggression, being like, what's – it gave me a lot of empathy too, right? Like, what is – what's causing that person to be like that? Like, because I was that person.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So it's – I don't know if it's – I don't know, like, if you call it mindfulness or whatnot, but – yeah, that's just my experience. No, that's way more <laughs> like I, mindfulness. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, got a little bit deep. I usually yeah. don't tell people. No, that's yeah. an amazing story, man. I always
1: wanted to do eye And I found, like, when I went to that monastery, it's obviously not on the same level as your experience. But, like, yeah. when I came back, it's, like, I, I didn't want to be that person. Yeah. Like, that angry, judgmental, negative person. Was, like, it, I just related to, it, it's, like, it didn't make me happy. Yeah. Like, I was, no matter what I did, if, even if I made $20 million, if I got $20 million as that person, I would not be happy. No. Because like that money won't do anything.
0: It's like, <laughs> all you're gonna do is buy food, <laughs> clothes, <laughs> yeah. like all yeah. the shit that you don't need, and it's still not like that's the thing. Yeah. You get money and you realize it doesn't mean anything. No. Like that's nothing. Nothing. Right? So like yeah. what makes you actually happy, right? Yeah. The book, spreading the message, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Intr- like this having these conversations yeah. is one of my favorite things. Man. Yeah. Same like, here. It's, So like it's, Amazing. I'm happy in this moment and this is where I am. Like yeah. this is meditation to me because I'm nowhere else but here. Yeah. Right? So it's super powerful for me and uh, to me this is part of my work. Yeah. So I get exactly. to have this and yeah. enjoy it
1: and yeah. That's like, what well, you said that that is meditation like like I had to sit on that mat and put myself yeah. in the present moment because my mind was in so many different places. Yeah. But it's, a, it's like, now it's like, this is my meditation too. It's like, yeah. same as yours. Like you're in the present moment. That's what I like. You can meditate anywhere on the side yeah. of the highway, at a restaurant, in a podcast studio. As long as you're in the present moment and you have peace in that moment, you're meditating. Yeah. You're in that mindfulness state and you're in the present moment. So you could do it anywhere. Shower, here, grocery store. It's like, it starts on that map, but that's, that's not where it finishes. It finishes yeah. in reality
0: damn man this was a very deep conversation yeah, I, <laughs> I learned a lot yeah. I, I did too man um I think we'll wrap it up on that. One thing I'm going to say before we go is the whole time you've been here, I've had mad beard envy because you have a oh. great beard. <laughs> and I, I'm like, man, I wish mine would grow in so nice. We're going to have to throw that on, <laughs> on there and do a side-by-side comparison. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a poll or something yeah. and throw it
1: on. Which beard do you like better? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Which do you prefer? Oh, man. And then I'm going to be like sitting at home watching on watching the – The results come in, be like, God damn it, man. I wish I had a better beard.
1: Getting beard oil.
0: (laughs) I see. I've already, man, they target me for ads. Like for like, do you want a better beard? And I'm like, man, yeah. (laughs) And then I get anxiety and I'm like, man, how does my phone know my beard's not good? (laughs) But dude, thanks for coming in. Thanks for joining us today for an awesome, awesome episode and a great conversation. Um, I look forward to, actually, I'm probably going to go pick up a copy of your book. Today, it'll be here in Chapters, right?
1: Yeah, at the local Chapters, yeah. Nice. Yeah, And again,
0: for everybody at home, you can get it at Chapters, Amazon, um, where else?
1: On my website, bobbybazran.com and on Barnes and Nobles as well.
0: Uh, what's the book called?
1: Living With Yourself.
0: And where can they find you on Instagram?
1: Uh, Instagram, at bobbybazran. That's where I do most of my posting for my blog, podcast, and different just random pictures of me and my family and inserts for my book as well.
0: Awesome. So that's it for today. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for tuning in today. If you like what you heard, show me some love on social media. If you know of anyone that we should feature here on the podcast, hit me up. Or if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate, drop my name.